MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Good evening, Malden. Welcome to 02148. I am your host, Joe Piantadosi Jr. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2017. Happy holidays. I guess that's in order this time of year. Um, Thanksgiving was just about six days away, and we're uh, in the swing of uh, Christmas for certain. Uh, of course, some places have had Christmas uh, decorations up, especially some of the retail stores since before Halloween. Uh, well over a month now, but uh, it's officially Christmas Christmas time, the Christmas season. I'm wearing my uh, one of my Christmas ties, and um, the weather has been crazy here. We're warm, we're cold, we're warm, we're cold. It was a beautiful warm day today, uh, close to 60, I think it was, and now it's cold again tonight, and uh, it's supposed to be cold tomorrow, warm Friday. We had a, you know, it's just crazy up and down. Uh, not good for people to be this, this erratic in temperature because of uh, colds and flu and all that, but uh, it's it's the, just the season. We'll call it that. I uh, hope everyone had a nice Thanksgiving. I certainly did. I'm full. I'm still full from all the food that we had, but um, kind of fun now uh, to see Christmas decorations everywhere, trees up, and it's just the holiday season, so it's, it's a fun time of year. And uh, the Patriots are uh, on a roll. They're doing phenomenal. Um, to what? But it's at nine and two, I guess, is their uh, their their record right now, and uh, just a few more games, and uh, it looks like they'll be in the playoffs once again, and hopefully they'll go on to the Super Bowl, uh, which will be great. And we're uh, Tom Brady is our one and only quarterback. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was traded to the 49ers, Actually, starting this coming Sunday, I heard. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was a great guy, and he did a nice job for us. But uh, Tom Brady, age 40, still has a few good years in him, he feels. Hopefully he stays healthy and doesn't get hit. Um, but we're looking forward to uh, not the December in the games. I know they're, they're playing uh, Miami once again. They're playing the Jets. They're playing Pittsburgh. So it's going to be an interesting uh, few weeks until uh, playoff time. Uh, the Celts are doing phenomenal, too. They've only lost, I think they had, what, how many did they have straight? Was it, uh, they, they hit a record of, I think, 16 straight. Um, so they're doing well. Uh, they lost a couple of games. There's one game, I think, of recent, but they're doing phenomenal this season. Um, Red Sox, We of course, it's winter, but we have, we've got a new uh, manager coming on board, Alex Cora, come, uh, come spring, former... Uh, former Red Sox player and former bench coach for the Houston Astros, who this year won the World Series. Uh, Bruins are hanging in there, so it's a, it's a good time for Boston. Good, It's title town, as people call it. Uh, my guest tonight is kind of more like a co-host than a guest. Uh, no stranger to the city of Malden, no stranger to the show, into MATV's um, former mayor, Ed Lucy. 
We host the first Wednesday of the month on 02148. And uh, we've done shows together many times over the years. And uh, a little bit of a point counterpoint. Ed is a uh, pretty uh, staunch Democrat. And I tend to be a little more conservative than Ed in a lot of my views, a little more business-oriented. Uh, so we're going to talk about a few um, political issues. We're going to talk about all this harassment uh, which is running rampant in uh, Hollywood and the broadcasting world today. Matt Lauer was uh, was fired. Uh, unbelievable, twenty years in the Today Show, and just last week, two weeks ago, Charlie Rose, who basically was the Matt Lauer of uh, of uh, CBS's version of the Morning Show, and of course the uh, the Weinstein case is still uh, Harvey Weinstein is, is uh, pushing close to ninety women have come forward now. Uh, Kevin Spacey, uh, he's in rehab right now. He got fired from House of Cards. Uh, who else is there? There's uh, Louis C.K., the comedian, and uh, lost all kinds of gigs. And a movie um, was cut that was supposed to premiere a couple weeks ago. And um, a lot of his concert dates have been canceled. So it's a huge thing. It's um, I think it's very worrisome, and Ed and I will discuss discuss that. Um, and there's a lot of other things to talk about. Ed is uh, will be here shortly. And uh, meanwhile, um, I uh, we've got next next month is uh, a bunch of holiday shows coming up. So be sure and tune in. And um, I've got uh, Mayor Gary Christensen is going to be on with me on Wednesday, uh, June June January the tenth. He's going to be my guest. He'll kick off the new year with me, and we'll talk about uh, plans for the city of Malden in the new year. So uh, looking forward to that. Might announce my next guest next month uh, soon. But uh, a lot to talk about in the news. It's just all this other stuff going on. Then, of course, there's uh, all kinds of stuff with the, with the government, possible government shutdown. Uh, President Trump wants a uh, to push this tax uh uh, tax decrease uh, into place, and uh, the Democrats are pushing back. He had a meeting the other day. He was supposed to meet with uh, Senator Schumer and Nancy Pelosi, and they didn't show up, and he's tweeting away and harassing everybody with his tweets. Also, the sexual harassment goes into politics, too. We didn't talk about that. There's the uh, state senator from Alabama, Ray Moore, who is running for U.S. Senator. The election is next week. He was a shoe-in originally. Uh, now these uh, allegations, I guess nine different women have come forward and said he has uh, harassed them as early as uh, someone maybe 14, 16 years of age, and he was in his 30s. Talk about that. We'll talk about Senator Al Franken. But now, without further ado, my co-host, the uh, gentleman that uh, no strange to the city of Malden, he hosts the show uh, usually the first Wednesday of every month. Former mayor, insurance guru, uh, Mayor Ed Lucy, father of a former city councilor too. So nice to see you, Mayor Lucy. Nice to see you. Thanks for coming on. Now parking, you had a hard time parking today, and as a former mayor, what can be? Well, I know they're doing construction all over the city. Well, so. first of all, is that your car parked right in front? Yes, it is. Did you see? see it? I went by that space, and then I looked in when you, when that, you got it ahead of me, and I'm saying that doesn't look like Joe, but that, that's one of the things about a roulette parking. You, yeah. it's a, almost the luck of the draw. Uh, I got here long before you did, <laughs> and uh, I used to park in the eastern bit, eastern bank parking lot. 
until last month, and then when I um, I left the show with my guests last time, I did a show. Um, and she lived in Andover, by the way, okay. and had to bring dogs back to her prospective in-laws after she left here. She hadn't eaten dinner, and there was a meeting over at the senior center. And so, what happened was, unbeknownst to me, there's a church group that meets in the, up in the bank building. Oh, jeez. So they take all the parking. So if you park there early, you, you, your nose out to Exchange Street. So they park behind you and block you in. Oh. So um, when I, w- I, w- I went, I assumed it was uh, the, the uh, Station 7 here or whatever the, co- the current name yeah. is. And they announced that nobody showed up. I went over to see this uh, building. There was nobody in there. And then fortunately I knew someone there. There's a, oh, it's probably the church group that meet in the building. And it was hard to get them to move the car. Wow. They, they didn't want to interrupt the pastor who so, was lecture, you know, was sermonizing. So. Anyway, I said, "Well, God won't mind." In the meantime, like I said, there was a city official was also parked there. But anyway, we so I haven't long, gone back there. How long were you there? Just for the one hour show. No, but how long did you take to get out? Oh, fifteen to twenty minutes. Well, that's not too bad. No, yeah. no. In fact, uh, in any event, tonight was worse. This is the worst one because um, every time I come downtown, I, I always marvel at how. How the business survived down here, because of the the lack of parking and almost uh, no no planning. Well, they do exchange for all kinds of construction. But I, what happened was I was driving. I missed a few spaces because I was driving, and I thought it was a space on the other side of Exchange Street. Yeah. And I pulled up and I, and it was a hydrant. I said, "Oh, geez, I should have known there was a hydrant there." So then, because I pulled up there, about four cars. Went up the side street by the old CVS. Then I backed up, and uh, hopefully we should have done that, but only backed up a little bit. Went up the side street, took a left on Pleasant Street, saw someone grab one space on the left, one on the right. I went in that parking lot, lost out on two spaces, and I figured I'd be driving for a while, but then I got the space on front. Yeah, and, and – um I probably went in that parking lot, uh, municipal parking lot on Pleasant Street five times. And um, the interesting thing is, as I'm coming up Pleasant Street, I keep seeing cars coming out. And the presumption is that they're leaving. But in reality, they made this, they did the U-turn the same as me. They'd go up around, there'd be no spaces, and they'd have to leave. So anyway, um, one of my topics tonight was when we, what you had in mind. But I was going to talk about the parking, how atrocious it is. In the city, and I can't imagine how it's going to get any better. Well, I think it's everywhere. I mean, just well, traffic true. is every is better. And you know, Winchester, where I live, and, yeah, and, and yeah. Richard Howard is the town manager. So I, I had a shop there for six years, and I think you you knew where it was. You came, right. you came by at one right. point, yeah. And um, there was a, there was an alley that I would park at by myself or my yeah. wife. And the funny thing is, it was clear as day. It was a driveway, private driveway, and uh, just one narrow little driveway. Can't tell you how many times cars parked at night. So you'd go to leave about seven o'clock at night, exhausted after a long day, and someone's right behind you. And clear as day, you saw the there was a parking, you know, with a driveway you're blocking. Yeah. And many a time, a couple hours, we had to go to every restaurant in the downtown area. A um, couple times, um, tow trucks came, and someone would just come out in the neck of the I think even once it got towed, but. There were times two, three hours we were waiting for someone to come and move the car, and we're sitting in 
You should have put a, one of those uh, wooden horses or the, uh, or, or a cone. Or the cone. Well, we'll put a cone. People move the cone, too, though. They're amazing. Yeah. And then, yeah. they'd, then they'd come on. If that was me, I'd be so apologetic. And they'd yeah. come in with an attitude and just move yeah. their car and they felt entitled. Anyway, good. thank you for coming on board today. <laughs> nice, nice to have <laughs> Not you. good commentary. But anyway, uh, like I said, yeah. they, they, you know, they got this thing uh, with the city hall being knocked down as, yeah. and, and as you come up Pleasant Street and uh, – they, it's going to be a um, mixed mixed uh, use, which includes condos, city right. hall, retail, uh, retail, and apartment uh, rentals. And um, the uh, as I drove, I can't imagine how a retail business, unless they're an exceptional restaurant, and we have plenty of those now right. anyway, uh, would be able to survive. Because people today, if you can't find a convenient parking, you ain't going to. Well, here's the thing. Here. Here's the thing. Okay, and I learned this for having my shop in Winchester for yeah. six years. If people don't get a space right in front of your retail store uh, on a, in a downtown area, they'll, they'll say, the hell with it, they keep going. Yet, they'll go to a, the mall, a yeah. mall, they'll park a mile away and be happy they got a space and a yeah. lot. Yeah. They'll go to New York City, which I've, and they'll walk 20 blocks to a store or restaurant. Yeah. But in a downtown area, if they don't get a space right in front, they. You know, at least I was selling bread. They'd say, oh, the hell with it. I'll, I don't need it today. or I'll get it tomorrow. I'll go to stop and shop instead. And yeah. so. Well, some of that could be that in the mall, you've got lots of choices. And, and, and if you're going downtown, uh, whether it's Malden or another community, you're often going to one for one reason only. And therefore, if, if, if it's inconvenient at that point, yeah. you're not going to uh, stay. And you'll go somewhere else and you do it another time. So you wonder how many residents or even how many employees, town employees. We had that problem in Winchester. A lot of town employees would take the spaces and, and you try to chase them out because you want customers to park, not well, not employees of the stores, you know? Well, I think that was, that was very common when the, um, um, when the police station was there. And I think it's more common now during the day when city employees, because you'll see city city vehicles parked legally and illegally around the two spaces that they currently rent temporarily. Yeah. So uh, city employees aren't going to walk any further than, right. than the people that are looking. And plus the fact they have almost diplomatic immunity because they got they got seals on the on the doors indicating <laughs> a city vehicle. So yeah, you know it's funny. So Winchester had parking, and and I don't know who it was well before Richard was there. And you have to be very vigilant because this space here says a half hour. This one says two. This one says one. And if you're in a hurry, you're not really reading the sign. You park in the wrong space. And it goes from 15 minutes to to one hour, depending on the uh, on the space. And it was a problem, you know. And uh, and 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 oftentimes I'd pull in and I'd park in the wrong space, and you know think it's an hour space or two hour space and it's a half hour space so um and th then you pull in and, and sometimes you want to just you it, it just it's chaos now they have meters well they have these like stations in winchester center that you have to walk a block and you, you pay and then you put a sticker in your car yeah you put you program the thing in lexington has a great thing Lexington has meters, but Winchester feels like meters are uh, are a detriment or they're ugly on the curb, which I don't agree with. The meters a meter, but these in in the city of Lexington, they've got meters on the street, Mass Ave, and it's you get fifteen minutes of free parking, and you pull in and it says hit any button on the uh, on the meter, you get automatic. Well, if you want to get a quick cup of coffee at Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, or even run into a CVS mm -hmm. or pick up a, a to go thing, you can do it for fifteen minutes without. Putting money in the meter, the the meter people are very vigilant. 
but they give you the 15 minutes, which I think is a nice little uh, little, little way to, to promote business, but you don't get somebody that's going to take advantage. Well, if you stay in that space longer than 15, can you, in the beginning, put money in, or are you supposed to be out of there by 15 minutes? You're, you're supposed to be out of there. 15, oh, okay. or, or after the 15 well, you could do two things. You could put more money in, and, but then you lose the 15 minutes. Yeah. If you pull in and it says you get 15 minutes, you hit a button. Don't hit the button. Put money in. Yeah. After 15 minutes, you can put money in the meter. I see. Okay. Well, Everett has meters, too. But they, and and uh, I have occasions for being there in Everett Square about uh, once in a while. And um, the dilemma there is it's usually in the morning. And for some reason, I have a habit of taking the change out of my pocket at, uh, before I leave the house. So... <laughs> Most times when I get there, Everett, if I get there, I'm thinking to myself, gee, how long am I going to be here? Because I'll fish around. I won't have any change in my yeah, pocket. So yeah. anyway, that, that's enough for that meeting. But I, but I, I, it's atrocious here in Marlin. It was bad when I was um, go to CVS when it was on Pleasant Street. And now it's, my my, uh, my negativity has been reinforced with what I went through tonight. So anyway. You could have changed. You were married. You should have changed it. You should have done something. Well, I mean, at that time, and they had a, uh, that's a long time ago. There less cars around. And there were, um, at, at that time, which you'll probably be aware of, there was a business group in Marlin Square who uh, uh, advocated for, for things related to business needs. And I don't think they're in existence any longer. And. Uh, uh, apparently, the chamber doesn't get the uh, feedback. To, uh, and you're still involved with the chamber, I see. No, that. not really. Well, I'm a member, but I but don't anyway, know. so uh, so I. Don't, but apparently, they don't um, seem to have a problem the serious as I think it is. Um, and I never hear any councils talking about it. So uh, maybe maybe uh, the restaurants are so good here yeah. that uh, people don't mind walking. Are people taking the train in the? Uh well, they may, that's true. There, there's enough apartment so, complexes in the immediate area that they don't they don't look for parking spaces because they already live here. They, right. they just yeah. walk down to where they off the get on right. the elevator, come downstairs, and walk down the street, and they're at right. their favorite restaurant. Right. So anyway, that's that. Right. What do you think of these things? I feel like we're we're like in Congress or getting uh, interrogated. These these mics. I mean, these are the microphones. These are relatively new. These. Yeah, it's new. They, they were supposed to be this um, improvement. Do you like them? Yeah. But um, anyway, you the, like them. You like them? oh um, well. The, kind of, you like, got to get used to them. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So I want to well see what you want to talk about, but uh, just show. <laughs> well, I, I showed you <laughs> my first thought. Let's let's talk about this harassment thing. Which now today I'm up today show follower lover. I was shocked that Lauer today got you were to, shocked. Well, I was and I wasn't. I had heard stuff about him in the past. Right. I, I have friends in the industry, and, right. I, and I heard about him. Right. Um, I have no friends, and I heard about him. <laughs> well, the thing is, though, he's been there 20 years, and he's a big— I mean, that show does—they uh, they make, what is it, uh, about a half a billion dollars a year, the Today Show alone, NBC. It's, I think it's their biggest moneymaker. Yeah. And he was a big draw. 20 years he had been there, you know, yeah. and—, and um, I don't know why. He well, I'll tell you. You know, you didn't like him. You, oh no, 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 no. But I never, I never get overwhelmed with the impression of him. I mean, he's just a, another, another person gets on, and, and sometimes he has hair. <laughs> well, he's now lost, he doesn't he's have lost hair. His hair. He lost his hair, but he's fifty nine years old. He went bald. He tried to yeah. prolong his. He was, he was from Boston. Well, he, he didn't wasn't from Boston, but he, uh, he was on. I think it was Channel Seven here in Boston uh, many years ago for about a year. He, oh, okay. When he first started his career. But he, um, I, I, I marvel. I'm, I, I'm a frustrated broadcaster and that type of person. And you've got to go from on a show like that. 
to doing like you know breaking news. You know, the president got shot. There was a bombing. There was a, a, a murder. You know. And then you're doing a cooking segment. You've got a you know a musical performer, so you really have to be pretty uh, you know flexible. You can't be that rigid, or you can't be casual, Mister you know Mister Entertainer. And I think he handled it well. Um, I think uh, he I think he's been the longest host. I mean, the 20 year run, and he he ran into trouble for years. He had Ann Curry. Do you remember that issue with Ann Curry? She was the Asian woman. And um, she actually, what happened was Katie Kerr, was it? No, no. It was uh, Meredith Vieira left the show. Who's a graduate of Tufts. Exactly, exactly. She's from Rhode Island. And, her husband uh, has MS. They, her husband, exactly. And she left the show on her own. She, she had wanted to spend more time with her husband. Ann Curry was almost like heir apparent. And uh, she wasn't warm and fuzzy. And he wasn't crazy about it. All of a sudden, the two of them together, they didn't really, the ratings dropped. She wasn't, they, they didn't seem compatible. They didn't have the chemistry. And it was was a, was a, a well-known secret. It was out. They didn't want her on the show. He didn't like her. And she got terminated. And then they promoted the Savannah Guthrie, who was an attorney, did a special reporter, and they hit it off really well. And the ratings had slumped, and then he, he was he was uh, we called racist because Ian Curry was Asian. He also was was sexist, called because he didn't like Ian. All these different reasons. Um, and there was talk of them getting rid of him. Then all of a sudden they bring in, you know, they, they actually they wanted to give, bring in Ryan Seacrest, and I know all the and and he did a few things for them. Decided it wasn't for him, and 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 he actually left NBC. Then they bring in this Carson Daly, a bunch of different people, but nobody really had the the, the, the broadcast journalistic chops that he had. Um, and then Megyn Kelly comes over from Fox. The faker. Megyn Kelly? Was, absolute faker. You think she's a faker? Yeah, well. She only one claim to fame. Well, they, she they, stood up to Trump in that uh, debate. Oh, yeah, that's true. And then but made, made him pretty famous. They overpaid her to... Oh, totally. I totally agree with yeah. you. I totally agree. Yeah, uh, but yeah, and, she won't last. She'll be about, gone with, with fifteen. Well, I'll tell you something. She may because she's she's a better journalist than she is this lighthearted thing she's doing now. So she might be the winner in this thing because they may move her over now. I don't know if they're gonna have two women because this. I'm, I'm curious with this, and, but I'm gonna go back to this. I'm thinking. I mean, I believe me. It, it's it's this harassment is, is getting out of control. I think there are a lot of men out there that, that take advantage of their authority, their power, their control, and they do things they shouldn't be doing with women, especially uh, employees. Um, but it seems like it, it's almost like McCarthy is about to witch hunt. Really? I, that, that, yeah, they haven't scratched the surface yet. That, but but it's my take is when I hear cases that you know there there are there's that that Harvey, Harvey Weinstein that that that. It seems like he should be in jail. He should be okay. shot, for God's sakes. <laughs> Close to ninety women he's he's attacked and molested. And there's that Louis C.K. We got a then this Kevin Spacey who would have to young boys. Um, but sometimes you see these women come forward. They hire someone like Gloria Aldred, yeah. who hasn't uh, turned on a case that you know she that that didn't put her on television front and center, and. 
I think it hurts the legitimate case. I think there are some people that come forward, and I don't want to say they cry wolf, but I bet there's a certain percentage that, that aren't legit. I mean, they'll say something like 30 years ago. I, I mean, I can see someone that was brutally attacked, God forbid, raped or, 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 or pressured to do something to either advance in their job or to get, if they didn't, they'd get fired. But you hear someone will come on, on television and say, 30 years ago, he touched me inappropriately. And I've been traumatized since. That not touched me inappropriately. And, you know, why did you come forward 30 years ago? I was too traumatized. Or uh, I've been in therapy. I, I haven't been able to, I was never able to marry because of it. And, you know, I, I'm going to marry right now. I, I mean, I would hate to be single and dating. Um, I, I don't know. I just think now it's, it's, there are there are there are predators. There are there are people. There are men out there that that are attacking women. That are that are raping women. Someone like Bill Cosby who was drugging them to do it. I mean, he should be in jail. But I question: Are all the cases legitimate now? The worst cases are that are not being publicized. Yeah. The worst ones now that are not being publicized. Right. Uh, the immigrant workers who were here illegally, who have jobs that are marginal pay at best, who are uh, in situations where they're either working in restaurants, industrial cleaners, uh, maybe low-paying uh, minimum wage kind of jobs at, at, at franchises, or whether they be McDonald's or Dunkin' Donuts or that sort of thing, or perhaps in New Bedford in the fishing industry, places where there's a need for unskilled labor and the, those jobs are, you couldn't get an American to take those jobs. They wouldn't, they'd rather stay home and watch television Absolutely. Or, 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 or do the computer. So those jobs by default go to people who have uh, language barriers uh, that limit their options and, and oftentimes maybe they're, they're seeking employment because their family, friends or whomever, neighbors are currently working there. And they have no recourse because, and particularly, it's more serious now because of the pre president's attitude towards the immigrants and what they're doing to people now and deporting them. And so those people, have, have, they're at the mercy of their bosses. They're at the mercy of their landlords. They're at the mercy of the people that they work with. And at least the, the, the people that are servicing now, as late as they are, um, there's a social economic issue involved here where if you strive to get ahead, in, particularly in a high-paid industry like the movies or television or advertising uh, or finance, obviously, in banks and so forth, that uh, you get somebody dropping a dime on you figuratively about your, your blowing the whistle on them or you're bringing a, a, some kind of a complaint to the HR and you may find out that you're you're not only not moving forward, but you're you're, you're pushed to the side or in some fashion fired, demoted, yeah, or whatever. in one fashion or another. So um, these stories that I think are coming out now. Um, in fact, I'll give you an example of the way my perception is. I brought an article. I I save some stuff that's sometimes old. <laughs> this was written in uh, 2004 by Brian McGrory, who's I think he was a, a reporter at that time for the Boston Globe. But I think now he might even be, um, he's written, he's had some books published, but I think he might even be an editor. But in any event, the, the article uh, partially dealt with uh, um, the majority, the, um, 
Senate, uh, the House of Representatives, uh, when, uh, Tom Finneran, and about what went on. And this, but he touches on the Clinton Lewinsky situation. Yep. And if you go back then, there were, at that time, you think of all the um, uh, Panera and, and all these other people that came forth as a, as a group defending the president and maligning her. Yeah. And women. Hillary himself. Well, not, beyond Hillary, uh, the, the minnows that are affiliated with him in politically or socially or whatever that um, passed it off as she was the one that fall. Right. Right. There's a 24-year-old intern who was... Uh, consorting with the highest, most influential, maybe by definition the most powerful man in the, the world, world. Sure. and she is being maligned by those people who overlooked all his shortcomings, and he had plenty of them, and, and she was only one of any number of one yeah. situations that went on. When he was in Arkansas and he was in uh, Washington, and even since then, right. and yet she's now in a position, they're doing a special, I, I saw a, a, a promo on it the other day, uh, a two-hour on, on Clinton and her at that time. She was part of it. And and she very and she's changed her life around. And to give her credit, what, what she went through, and I could never really understand how a, uh, other women could be so negative to her about, uh, yeah. when you relate the circumstances of her and the president, and even that, that uh, group photos that they used to do on TV about her being at a group meeting, and he, the president's got his arm around him. This was before the thing came to light. So anyway, um, uh, the situation with women that are coming out now, even though, like, let's take uh, Moore in, in uh, Alabama. Ray Moore. Um, it's almost 40 years ago. Yeah. But statute of limitation has passed. Um, it's, it's, he's, he's done the same thing as President Trump did. As he said, she said, they're liars. All the women that accused Trump, even though... He's on tape making disgusting comments about uh, his 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 uh, way of dealing with women that he doesn't even know that well or hardly at all, yeah. and yet it didn't make a difference when he ran for president because yeah. people voted for him anyway. And so in Moore's case, um, I, I don't know what's going on in Alabama, but I think he's going to win. Well, let me tell you, a couple of responses to all your stuff. Yeah, it's become politicized. That's the whole thing. Um, when Monica Lewinsky, she was she was demonized and. And I'll tell you, I mean, I, I don't know how she is of late, but I heard. She's doing all right. Is she? Yeah, she's. I heard that she struggled. I mean, she, she had, couldn't find a career, couldn't find a guy. It was just, she was labeled as the woman that, that you know. She did pocketbooks. That, that accost, but, <laughs> but she blamed the, uh, she was the one that accosted the president is how it was labeled. Um, and then Hillary denied it, even the Paula Jones, all that stuff. But but a couple of things you you touched upon, which I want to talk about. So So the. Let's go to the Ray Moore thing first. Now, Ray Moore, interesting, and I thought a lot about this. And you first hear this, oh, my God, these girls were 16. He was in his 20s and 30s, you know. One was 14, at least one, right? Okay. Well, I thought of something. Just I haven't even discussed this with my wife. Just This, this was, a, this was a, uh, a late night thought I had, or, or, uh, and I thought, my God, okay, you knew my, you knew my dad. My dad happened to be almost eight years older than my mother. And uh, they met. I'm saying something. So my, my two grandmothers happen to be best friends. And my mother was, they, they grew up in Everett. My mother was the, the daughter, uh, the youngest daughter of, of one of them. And they, everyone loved my mother. She was very pretty. She went to Everett High and did very well in school. 
And her mother said to my father's mother, you know, would you hire my daughter? Oh, she says, well, you know, we'll hire her at the bakery at the time. 70 years, 70 plus years ago. Hired her. And they all thought she was adorable. My father had two brothers, one older, one younger. And they all thought she was the cutest thing going. And my mother did her job. was a hard worker. And lore has it, they all liked her. And my father was the quietest one. And she ended up going dating my father. And they got married at 18. She was 18. He was 26 when they got married. So I, my, my, my poor mother has you know, dementia now. I can't really discuss it with her. But they were dating when she was, what, 15, 16 years old. Okay, he was in his early 20s, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and, and, and Ray Moore is, he's got to be in the 70s, right? Ray Moore is upper 70s or so, probably mid-70s. But, but, but what I'm getting at is, my God, my father was, you know, I mean, you hear about a man that's, that's dating a teenager and you think, oh, my God, he's a pedophile. He should be locked up. And yet, back in the day, that wasn't that that uncommon. My dad was eight years older. They they had almost a seventy year marriage. My parents. Yeah, but, but Ray Moore, it was thirty two, and the girl was sixteen, and and one was less than sixteen. Well, you hear he all was, these things. He was prowling the mall, the mall. Well, that's what you're hearing. You're well, hearing. Do this. you believe that? I don't know what to believe. I, you don't know. Well, I don't know how much information you need to be. Well, well it's fine. Then, then all of a sudden, what about this? Then Al Franken. Al Franken comes out and. Yeah. And and then it becomes a political thing. And then that that Con, what's his name Connors Con Conya Conya the the yeah. the, uh, yeah. the uh, congressman congressman who uh, and I guess now uh, what's the latest I think he's going to resign or there well there's 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 a efforts afoot to, to uh, uh, pressure him to, to gracefully in some fashion if you can figure some if you can figure that out to exit right and 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 uh, leave the leave the Congress because. Uh, He's obviously a problem for the Democrats to justify whatever they might do in the future regarding some of these other issues that involve Republicans. So in Franken's case, he's just been reelected, uh, and uh, his 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 is um, certainly uh, serious, but is not as not as telling as some of the stuff that's suggested about more. But incidentally, my own view, for whatever it's worth, it does not worth a heck of a lot uh, for the most part. Ray Moore's has this whole issue has been publicized extensively, not only in Alabama but across the country. He's denied it. He's done uh, as the president has denied all those other. Bill Clinton denied it though. Well, he denied it till he till he till he had to tell the truth, and well, then he lied after that. The definition that. of is what it, what is is. Well, he did more than he finally admitted about Paula Jones that that he that he did know, and then he had the other one had a, the singer had the, had the, had him on tape. And the most important thing is, which saved that Lewinsky lady, um, that he couldn't remember her name when he did the interview, the um, was that they saved the dress. Yep. If that dress wasn't saved, uh, obviously it would have been her word against all these powerful people. And, obviously, and again, that wouldn't have been even a, a close contest. But getting back to Moore, um, all the things that have been said about him, he's denied them all. The girl says she's got his... He wrote a note on her, her yearbook, but beyond any of that, my view would be that look, if with all of that being said, if he is elected, and I think he is going to get elected because um, I, I think the, the the issues become so emotional 
that uh, whether it's uh, the Bible's uh, thumpers, or <laughs> it doesn't sound like a very pleasant comment. No. But anyway, the Bible belt area people and and uh, the progressive or the liberal positions that the, the Democratic guy has, has taken would put him in a situation where people will vote for him. Even the governor, who's a woman, is voting for him. But anyway, if he's elected, then I think he should be seated. I can't, I can't imagine how you can say to a, a state, look, you, 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 you elected someone that has disgraced your office. When, when you're talking about he just got elected and what, all those issues go back almost 40 years. So if the people knowing all, of, all the stuff disregard that and vote for him again, any more than they, I mean, there was never any issue as far as not seating the president that's currently serving based on his own comments in, in, on radio, among other things. Well, okay, let, let's go back to, you know, and, and Trump. And, and I know you're not a Trump fan. And, and, and I, 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 <laughs> what makes you say that? But, you know, I think, I think he's, you know, I, I think the tweeting should stop. I think he, He's uh, he's got an ego. He's he's got issues, obviously. An ego, an ego. But but he's <laughs> how big is how big is Texas? Narcissistic and all that. Oh yes, that's another good word. But um, <laughs> but you know that was he, that interview that, that thing you know that came out. I how weird two weeks before the election, almost a well, month before the election. Who's that, that on? The Trump Billy Bush thing with NBC uh, Access Hollywood when he talked about what he what, what he does with women or or what he's able to do with women. So. I'm going to back that whole thing up. And that's weird because poor Billy Bush, okay, yeah. was, was the guy from Access Hollywood. He was Donald Trump. Big, he wasn't a politician, wasn't anything. But all he did was chuckle. He didn't and – he, and he got fired for that, which, which I mean, you know, they, they paid him. I, I think they paid off his contract. And, I mean, he got like $10 bucks. Did they? Wow. I think he was – I think his salary was like $4 million a year. And I think they fired him, and they paid him ten million bucks. Um, but but I heard his career, obviously. It, it, what did he do? I mean, what was he supposed to say when Trump's telling the story like that? Tisk tisk. I mean, they're, they're two guys talking. Okay, you shouldn't be talking like that. I mean, if you're with somebody that you've been around for a while, you've been around some salty language people. I'm sure in your day. Not the language that was the issue. It's it's but, the, uh, uh, he dealt with the right, women. But if, but if someone said something to you. Have you reprimanded them and said, look, John, I don't like that type of uh, language or, or if that's what you do, I don't want anything to do with you. I mean, come on. He's, he's interviewing him. He's doing his job. All he did was chuckle and laugh. Now, Trump, the bravado this guy has, he, did, he wasn't naming names saying, I did this, I did that, I did this. He, he, he made a generalized comment that I think was part of his, his bragging style, okay? And... and, and you go further back. I was shocked because Trump had been single for many years. He, uh, he before he married his first wife Ivana, he then she left him because he cheated on her. He oh, she, his, his second wife was pregnant, so that's yeah, why. Marla Maples uh, and his second wife was pregnant before she was his right, wife. Before, yeah. and, and, I, and I'm surprised there wasn't more dirt about him. You know, I I, I remember one person. I think she made high Gloria Aldred once again. And this was a woman that all of a sudden came forward, and she. this was her comment. I saw this on television. She said, I was at a club in New York City about 20 years ago before Trump was married. And I was at a club. She said, I, I don't remember. I know it was in New York City. I don't know where it was. I think it's closed now. This was her comment. I knew it had red velvet seats. And I was with 
four, four of my girlfriends. We went there to dance and drink and have fun. And I had a few drinks that night. And I was sitting on the couch. And a gentleman was sitting next to me. And we were chatting. And Sounds like thing, the Playboy Mansion. Next thing, he put <laughs> his hand up my skirt, she said. Yeah. And, you know, she admitted she had a few drinks at the time. wasn't until the next morning when one of her girlfriends said to her, you know, that guy was sitting next to you? That was Donald Trump. And she said she didn't recognize him. Now, 20 years later, no proof it was him. It was hearsay to say a friend thought it may have been him. And I was hearing cases like that and said, come on. Yeah, but the, the one, the, the, that's a, uh, uh, I mean, he, he put himself in a situation where he publicly, uh, on tape. Uh, and on you know, the, you know, it was on tape. No, I'm talking about he was on the radio with, uh, the with Howard guy. Stern. Okay. Yeah, and he, he made some outrageous comments, and so uh, those you can't deny. And he he just flipped we, we, them off. But we weren't electing an altar boy either. I mean, the, what you is know, it? we weren't electing a, a saint or an altar boy. I mean, we well, knew what his what his life was like, and and we had Clinton in office, and 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 JFK. I mean, there's still stories today that did you hear about what JFK did? And Absolutely, and and, and th there was a time when um, uh, reporters and FBI or Secret Service people that got at the president uh, uh, used what would I suppose be considered uh, discretion, and with, particularly with the news people, that stories would surface about uh, some of the go escapades involved with JFK, but it wasn't related to his politics, and it wasn't related to and and. Uh, and maybe because uh, even though he was a likable person to a lot of uh, news people, the fact would be that there would be some that didn't like him for his politics, in which case, if it were a way of uh, getting back at someone that they didn't like, they could print it, but they couldn't get him in the, get in the paper. But look, you go back past that, uh, there's been books written since, uh, the, uh, since his um, uh, career was long over, well, Babe Ruth, and he was an outrageous uh, person Personally, in a lot of ways, he was not a very nice person, but he was uh, a great, great baseball player and had a, had a personality. And what the news people fostered on the public at that time was the articles they wrote or the interviews that might have been on the radio was what a what an interesting kind of guy he was and what a personality and what a, what a, what size personality he had. So, uh, but t time of all things and. Um, as you said early on, certain industries cater to situations where power is in the person who makes the decision, and he, he has a way of impacting his personality, whether it's a, the, the couch studio kind of thing that we're Casting done in Hollywood. Casting couch. That, yeah. was, that was for yeah. years. That's yeah. the term. And, um, but um, t there is a, def a difficult uh, pressure f forced upon whether they're young women or people that work in, in an industry uh, who hope to advance themselves, that where they have uh, a, a situation that becomes difficult for them to deal with, whether it's uh, trying to fence off someone or discourage someone, or in some instances, you know, they're, they're cornered, so to speak. And and so more of it's going to come out. This I, is I, I, I hear you, but I, I what bothers me are the the Me Too's, the people that are coming forward that I I don't feel a little. And I'm even going to talk about another controversial person. I think you're probably in her corner is our, our beloved Senator Elizabeth Warren. Well, let's let's step let's step step back a minute. Uh, uh, do you think the the uh, people have come out against more are uh, telling the truth? 
Um, I uh, that I don't know. There's probably some truth in it. There's probably, well, what do you mean? Yeah, that little like, is that like being a little bit pregnant? No, but but I mean, <laughs> I mean, the the latest one came forward. No, no, no. Let's do them into the group. Do you think they all lied? Not all of them. Do you think some of them lied? Yeah, I think some of them probably fabricated the story. Or, so it didn't happen at all. Um, to the extent of what happened, I mean, I mean, I, I've heard women say that somebody thirty years ago touched me inappropriately. Let's talk about Ray Moore. We're not talking about some woman. Uh, do you think- um, okay, the Ray Moore was there. Uh, you know, he he supposedly he was da- he dated younger girls. Okay, it was in Alabama. First off, as I told you, in that generation, like my dad was eight years old, my mother, it was more acceptable. And then down south, I think it is more acceptable. Now. Well, it's the difference between being uh, 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 75 years ago, being 24 and dating someone 16, um, than it would be for someone uh, more recent than that at age 32. Oh, yeah. Uh, hitting on sixteen-year-old girls. Right. I mean, that's a that's a not yeah, not the same. I mean, that, that's pedophilia. I don't care yeah, how you look yeah. at it. So anyway, do you think they're telling the truth or not? I think some maybe. I think there's probably some legitimacy in some of his. Well, if they're not legitimate, uh, even though it's it's hard to prove because it's a he says she said kind of thing is. None of them, uh, and they must have been investigated by some of the people that are concerned about those kind of stories that have come out in Alabama. That they've been, um, you know, believe in fake news. Well, I mean, the, the, uh, the nothing, none of them have dis- been disproven. That if none of them have been proven, none have been disproven. Now, why though did this come out? I mean, he's been in, he's been a public figure, he was a judge, yeah, he was a state senator, right? And all of a sudden, he's running for U.S. senator, and a few weeks prior to the special election. Where were these women? Okay, they didn't want to come forward 30 years ago or 40 years ago, but why all of a sudden, so close to the general election, I mean, the, the, the election, why? why? Why then? Why now? That, that, that I question. Well, um, the first one, I think, uh, and I'm, I'm not quite sure what I believe, she didn't want to be publicly uh, uh, pointed at until others came forward and uh, also uh, uh, came up basically with the same accusations. And so once that happened, it, there was some strength in numbers there. So that makes a difference. Uh, and th- that, I think, would be also be true with um, um, situations involving other industries where uh, something happened years ago, the person either let it slide or decided that for whatever reason they could They'd have to deal with it and work it out in their own way. Or maybe that they uh, went along with it because they thought it was going to benefit their career. But that would be like one person and uh, until groups of people kind of surface, whether it was involving the same person or a bunch of celebrities get, the, get accused, it gives some uh, sense of encouragement to other people to come forward. So, right. I mean, I first of all, I believe those young, they're no longer young, those people in Alabama, and uh, he wouldn't be the first person that uh, wrote, a, wrote a career of success using the Bible and the church and the Constitution as the basis of voting for him, and yet they had a, a darker side in their past or even in their present. So, uh, and Matt Lauda... Uh, it, you know, probably there'll be other st- stories surfacing about him. Uh, I just heard on TV before I came down here tonight. He uh, uh, had a, he had a buzzer in his in his uh, on his desk. He could lock the door when he gets someone in the room. So, but you know, 
Roger Ailes, the guy that was the uh, you the know Fox. Yeah, and, and look at and look at the the, the, the um, uh, what's his name, the other guy from Fox, the um, O'Reilly. Yeah, I mean, he, I mean, the stories that he that was not unknown that he was had settled suits previously. They put new clauses in his final contract. I mean, but they drive everybody. Apparently, at Fox was driven by the almighty dollar, and therefore. Um, that was more important than the fact that what what he his personal conduct should have been sufficient years ago to terminate him. But um, again, being so high rated program and whatever, so you know you overlooked that. And and you know um, you could probably look back and maybe you know in your own experience in high school, think about it that some girls sometimes for whatever reason might have been considered easy, and and some of that had to do with maybe. This lack of self-esteem has to do with a lot of different reasons. It wouldn't be unusual for a situation to occur where um, uh, the football players or the hockey players yeah. or whatever take advantage of a situation like that, and afterwards it was like a challenge or a sport. Yeah. But anyway, but, we're not going to sign off tonight. Today. No, but, I, but I just <laughs> even like you, you, what I'm getting at is yeah. I just think there are some – the, the 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 cases that aren't totally truthful yeah. hurt the legitimate cases. That's my take. Say the, what? The the cases that aren't the 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 the, the, the women that come forward yeah. or the people because there are guy men too, they come forward and it's not they're not legitimate. Okay, that have fabricated the story, have embellished the story, have hurt the actual women. Or man, for that matter, that matter that have been attacked, and and I want to bring up Elizabeth Warren. Now, Elizabeth Warren did something, and she's been caught several times as a dishonest person. And it really bothers me because she she claims to be holier than thou and all this. And I was I was actually watching Meet the Press. It was back last month, October, and Chuck Todd Sunday morning said when this Weinstein stuff had just broken. And he said, we reached out to different women in the U.S. Senate. Six of them have said they were harassed. And it, it, it was a tease. And I said, you know, i got to watch the whole show because I bet you dollars to donuts that Elizabeth Warren's going to say she was attacked. So she comes on. She's the first one. And she mentions she was a baby lawyer. That's the term she used. And she, it was her first job. And there was a, an older senior partner that she went in his office one day. He slammed the door shut. She said slammed. And he got up, he chased her around the desk, and um, it was like a cartoon, and she wanted to slap his face. She didn't. She went back to her office. She thought it was her fault. <clears throat> she said for the next two years, all she wore was brown clothes. She tried to make herself look plain and simple. She does that very easy. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Okay, you said I didn't. I didn't. Now, the funny thing is, and the Globe comes out. I, I was in Florida. I never I was, heard that story, by I the way. I was in Florida on business. Well, it gets better. Okay, all of a sudden the Globe came. I'm surprised you didn't get this, Ed. And the Globe said, wait a minute, wait a minute. This professor, this this attorney, okay, she considered him a mentor. He passed about 10 years ago. Yeah. And she and she she eulogized him. And she brought up at the eulogy her family present, his family present, what a cute old man he was, okay? How we flirted with her, and get the man who had, who who, who chased her on the desk. Yeah. Guess what? He had polio. 
He could have never chased her around. Maybe he limped her out. <laughs> but <laughs> no, that, you know what it was? He was in he was in the wheelchair. No, he was yeah. limping around well, the wheelchair. But anyway, <laughs> and I heard that story, and I said, "Shame on you, Elizabeth Warren. Bad enough you claimed you were an Indian and helped you get in your job and all this, but but." What I'm, what I'm getting at, and it's really disturbing to me, is I think there are definitely se- serious, well, let's talk males, male predators that, that go after women. Maybe they go after young boys or, or young boys or girls or women. I think they've used it as a form of power or whatever. They're predators. They should be jailed, okay? But what really discounts it is when someone comes forward with an exaggerated story because you know what? One of my friends today called me. He owns restaurants. Been in the business a long time. And he said to me, you know, he said, we're all nervous thinking, geez, did we ever, in our single days. And he said, he's older than me. And he said, but you know how many waitresses I had that, that came on to me over the years that I had to push off? And, and, and they came after me thinking that if they did, I'd promote them, give them a raise, advance them. And, and it just bothers me because sometimes I think there've been there've been people with buyer's remorse that they do something one night maybe maybe a little liquid courage in that night they do something they wake up the next day and they're guilty they feel that they, they, they maybe Catholic guilt maybe that maybe they've got a, a boyfriend or, or a husband or even a mother or father where were you last night what happened to you. And then, you know what? I mean, I watch a lot of SVU, Law and Order SVU, and you see these things. And I just think it's someone that legitimately has been harassed, has has been raped, has been sexually assaulted. My God, that person that did it to them should be jailed or or, or worse, okay? But, But I seriously question if it's all legit. And, I, and, and that's the thing. And I don't know the percentage of how many people that come forward, just maybe it's their 15 minutes of fame, maybe they're going to get money. But anyway, that's, 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 that's bury that issue. But I just, it's, I think you're right. We just scratched the surface. We're going to see more of it both in the entertainment world, in politics, in business. And, and you know, you brought up something which I wasn't even aware of, but how many minorities or how many factory workers are probably pressured into doing sexual things. Lots of them. And I, I never thought of that. And you know what? They don't get the attention. They can't hire Gloria Aldred. And, and those women, that's legit. That's the, and, and my heart goes out to them. And it's, it's, it's the people that just want their 15 minutes of fame or, or to get money. And that, that's... Anyway, you got all these articles. What all right. There. What anyway, by the way, my, my final word, I believe most of the women. You in do? fact, I believe them until it's proven you can't, they're, they're not innocent, credible. Innocent until proven guilty. Yeah, pardon? Innocent until proven guilty, though. If, well, <laughs> right? That's, listen, we, we uh, um, just giving you my opinion. Women, are, I think, for the most part, uh, are, are uh, telling the truth and that uh, it's difficult for them to come forward and it's 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 not as easy as it uh, to... Uh, to uh, to, to publicly get yourself in a situation where you have to talk about intimate details of your life that maybe is suppressed and you, in some instances maybe not even disclosed to some of your closest friends or your family. So some, some, anyway, having okay. said that, okay, go ahead. Uh, college ranking, the Wall Street Journal does one every year. Okay. And uh, they do it in two ways. They, um, it's kind of interesting, and I, I kind of I scanned it um, 
initially just to kind of get a sense of about colleges in this area. Yeah. And interesting enough, the number one college in the country of the, I think, of the 500 that they... Uh, Harvard or Yale would have to be. Uh, well, a pretty good guess, yeah. With a, yeah, Harvard. Okay. Harvard is number one this year. And Massachusetts, MIT is number three. I can see that. Yeah. Uh, I just listed the ones that were... Um, Yale used to be up there, right? Yale's about six. Uh, Yale is six. I just did the ones in this uh, Massachusetts or, or New England area. Brown University is 11th. Allen. Uh, let's see what we got here. Williams College, that's um, 22. Amherst yeah. College is 23. Uh, I, I just double-checked point of interest would be... Um, Boston College, 26. I'm, I'm getting to that oh, one. I'm sorry, go ahead. Uh, yeah, Wellesley College is 28. But BC was 25. You missed BC. Let me see. Did it... That's, no, that's University of Notre Dame was 20, 23. What's, that, 24, okay, excuse me. Sorry, all right. yeah, Notre, no, BC is, uh, is on the next page. Oh, geez, the next page. But still pretty high up. Then you have to wait it by the, by the total number of colleges. Uh, Mount Holyoke is, uh, is uh, oh, that's 77th. I missed the page. Let me see here. Uh, BC, as I recall, is in the 30s. Let me see if my memory holds true. What, what date was that paper? I'm sorry? When was this back in? Let's see. Wellesley College, you give you a Tufts, Tufts is 32nd. Oh, good school. Um, Bowdoin College is 39. Smith College is 37. Where is BC? Boston College, 60th. Wow, Not too bad. And um, Northeastern okay. is 68. But what they also did was they they, they, they took seven elements of, of, to determine which number was. One of the elements was, was uh, lo looking back uh, 10 years after they entered the college, what's the earnings? That's okay. a factor. And, and, and some of these things were weighted. Some were given more validity than others as far environment, uh, teacher-pupil uh, ratio, uh, amount of money that the school spends on uh, 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 faculty to, uh, yeah. you know, to, to, prof uh, to teach. Uh, another issue would be... The uh, the satisfaction of having graduated from that particular school, having gone there. The interesting thing, sometimes the, the student might have been happy with the education, might have been happy with the income, and might have been happy with the results, but that they weren't happy as a student there for different, different reasons. My son's at Fordham. Was it, was it listed at all here? Fordham is, I, I only did the first hundred. So Fordham's got to be over 100. Fordham is not, and that, and that of course, is in, in, not in this state, in, in this New York, area. It's yeah. New York. So. Good Catholic school, good Jesuit school, but yeah, yeah. he chose that over BC, got into both. You know what, Ed? What? I could do that. I could do another hour with you. We only have a minute left on this show. What, the time is up? Can you believe that? One no, minute. No, I can't. I think I didn't. I didn't think uh, Ray Moore deserved all that time. <laughs> oh, by the way, for those people that don't get the newspapers because they don't print anymore, the uh, recount that was in War Two. Uh, where the incumbent uh, Manuel Marsh lost by two votes. When he did the recount, he lost by three votes. I was also going to give some acknowledgement. I'm sorry the time ran out. We got a uh, for Peggy uh, Moravitz, who was, uh, who was uh, uh, celebrated her uh, mass today for her funeral mass. And uh, my condolences, I'm sure I represent Joe uh, to, to family. Yeah, she was a good person, good family. They, yeah, they've done yeah. so much for the city of yeah, Malden. Yeah, sure, absolutely. You know what? So we got to run, and but you're on next week. I am. I, I got to do another show with you because I, I could do shows with you. I, yeah. I love this point counterpoint. Yeah. He's telling us to go. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, thanks for coming. Sorry we, we talked so much about harassment. It was good. It was good. Hey, by, by the way, I mentioned it was.